0: It's almost the weekend, and I'm here with serial pontificator Joe Tool. (laughs) Hello, thank you for introducing me. (laughs) Welcome,
1: uh, welcome to it's almost the weekend. I almost said welcome to the weekend. Keep doing this every time. Maybe we change it to welcome to the weekend.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my god! How How are you? Oh, (laughs) embrace the chaos. Embrace. Uh yeah, I'm good. I'm real good. I um just having a, a pretty chill week. Um, I've I've put down that Elden Ring. Uh, oh. it's uh it's been real good, but like I just feel like it doesn't have the the staying power that their oh. other titles have for me. Um, there there's a couple of dis- design decisions that I would love to talk about once you've finished. Um, yeah. Because it, it mainly concerns what they did with some of the end game bosses right. and, and like for the mm. most part, it's really good. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just think, I just think that there needs to be a few changes for me to want to go back and do it all again, honestly. Yeah. Right. Which is like weird for me. Cause usually when a FromSoft game comes out, you know, I beat it like four or five times. Just yeah, just, lad. <laughs> yeah, just, so I can like, get it out of my system, you know, but, yeah. um, I just like, it's such a big game. I feel like, um, I feel like I just, you know, got, got my money's worth or however you want to say it. I got yeah. it. I, I got my experience and it was good from, from one playthrough. Yeah. Um, but I've, I've picked up this game called the messenger have you heard of this? Oh no, I have not. Tell me more. Um it, there was an indie sale on the Switch store last week, and I'd never heard of it. I looked at some screenshots and I thought that looks like it's for me and and bought it and it's just been an absolute ball. It's like Wow. Um an a Ninja Garden spiritual successor, I guess. Oh, it, I think I've seen this. The messenger, right? Yeah. Let's do it quick. Yeah, although don't don't read anything because I, I okay. went in if, if you're interested, I, I went in totally blind and there's this twist in the middle of the game that is just awesome. Oh, and sick. um yeah, the the music is great. There's like this mechanic that is introduced and it has you switching between eight bit and sixteen bit music. Oh. And it's it's really cool. Um ah. and yeah, Good there's <laughs> yeah, and th- there's some timey wimy wibbly wobbly stuff, and yep. the dialogue is really funny. Uh, but yeah, just uh, just a cute little pick out of nowhere. I uh, mm. I'm really liking it. I love I love to hear it. A game that uh,
1: I didn't introduce you to that you went out and and got. <laughs> it's 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 a rarity these days. It, uh, it makes me want to get it. That's that's. Uh... <laughs> That's the thing. um, That's awesome, man. Yeah, I feel you on Elden Ring. Um, I played a little bit the other night, but I haven't been able to have like a proper sit down and, and play sesh with that game. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's, the game really demands that of you. You know, you really need to be there for a few hours straight to play it properly. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. And so, yeah, I'm I'm in the, the, what's it called? The snowy area with the, I think it's called like Kills of the Giants or something like that. Oh, uh, yep. yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I know, I know the it's place. quite a bit. Yeah, it's quite a bit harder than other areas. And I don't know. I'm just kind of struggling along. Um, getting the feeling that I should just be pushing onwards and not trying
0: to like kill enemies, which is a weird vibe. Um, yeah. Well, that kind of goes hand in hand with what I talked about last week, where yeah. you find a mini boss and decimate them. But just the enemies walking the around enemies. can like kill yeah. you in a couple of hits or even one hit. So you just yeah. you're just like well, you know, I'll run and grab the loot and uh, be on my way. Yeah. Yeah, it's real weird.
1: Um, and then I was doing an Everjail around that area and I was finding that a little bit challenging too, so I left that and then I turned it off. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I, I think I need to actually just blast through it because it's going to become a game that I never finish if I don't.
0: Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if it helps um, provoke you to, to continue the mm-hmm. the second last boss, uh, the second last story boss is absolutely worth your time. Okay. They, they do an amazing job and it, it kind of like, was it a point in the game where I wasn't that impressed with many of the bosses, but, mm-hmm. but this boss just really embraces what Elden Ring introduced as far as new mechanics go, like jumping and that kind of thing. And it's a boss where there's a move uh, as, p- as part of the move set that impacts all of the players. If you're helping someone beat the boss or someone's helping oh, you. And yeah. it's something that I just haven't seen that much um, in the bosses they design. And it just yeah. felt, it felt really cool because you can beat him by yourself. And then when you beat the boss when you try to help others, it's a different experience. And I, I really, right. I really like that because I've been, you know, beating the boss and then, then jumping into other people's worlds. But this was like, Whoa, I, you know, the timing is different now because it's, it's not only me that the boss is focusing on. Right. Interesting. That's cool.
1: Yeah, I wish I could experience that. <laughs> I, <like laughs> I, I had a dream last night that, I, that my internet changed. <laughs> that's <it was laughs> a, one thing that, um, yeah, you know about me is my dreams are always so banal. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, I love it. I love it, yeah. honestly. Like, I'm I'm here for your dreams where you mm. uh, visit the milk store and you don't have enough change, but they let you off. And then yeah. that's the dream. <laughs> that's a good dream right there. That's <laughs> yeah. a good one. Um, yeah.
1: So uh, I do want to go play some more of that today. I don't think I have much on today apart from like freelance stuff. So I might just jump in after the call and try and blast through some more. Hell yeah. Um, but what else have I been doing? Uh, um, At work, uh, before we get into the topic, at work I've been like going through a bunch of old video games. Not old video games. Video games that have good animation. Mm. So I like have been putting together this like compendium of GIFs. From various video games of like how um how they do like run cycles in Ghost of Tsushima, you know, like how they uh, run stop run stop, and how all the systems interlink and everything like that. And cool. um, being really surprised by some of the games that do that, I thought had really fantastic animation. But actually, some systems are broken. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, um, one of the things that you do in animation is, like, an aim. So you, like, do an aim down the bow, for example. And then mm-hmm. while you're aiming down the bow, the animation system needs to know what the rest of the character's body is doing while you're looking up and down and left and right and stuff. Right, okay. And so if you're looking down in Ghost of Tsushima at, um, at the character's feet while you're aiming the bow and then you start rotating around, you know, like, aiming left and right, the feet mm-hmm. do this really wacky, slippy-slidey, <laughs> like they're on uh, an ice skating rink or something yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly and i was like i, I didn't even notice this and i guess it's one of those things you know like i didn't notice it playing it the first time it's, it's not like you ever aim down and rotate like it's not a very common thing to do
0: yeah yeah
1: um and so you know the animations don't look great so fair enough but i was like oh that's so so crazy and then i was looking at like the jump animation in death stranding and that animation is so weird man like if you just stand <laughs> still and jump uh-huh it's almost like sam gets pulled to the ground by like the magnetic force it's like he jumps and it looks good and then all of a sudden it's while his 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 feet are still up in the air he gets like slammed down on the ground again by like 10 pound
0: force Anyway, yeah right maybe they all sorts of weird shit they wanted to highlight the load that he's carrying but when you do it in you know independent from actually playing the game it just looks super strange so I did both. <laughs> I oh, did yeah, and it's still cooked. Load. Yeah, it's still cooked, yeah. Oh, it don't
1: matter. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe if you have, like, heaps on you, it really is impossible to jump, and, like, it's just a value that they're changing, But and I, I wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't carrying enough to, like, see the difference. But either way, the default jump is, is, is really broken. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, which you don't notice, because, very, like, very few times are you standing completely still and you press the jump button, you know? Like, yeah, it's not yeah. just a thing. You, you're usually moving... um and that animation looks fine
0: yeah still that's 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 a cool little project to do
1: yeah and so what i was getting to was um i jumped into the last of us part two because that game's animations are like absolutely they're like the bar you know they set the bar yeah hell yeah or like this is as good as it gets in modern video games within animation like this is just the best you can do yeah and so naturally i was looking at it and while i was in there starting the game up i was like oh what's all this accessibility stuff Mm. oh my god
0: it's pretty insane isn't it yeah
1: (laughs) that game's accessibility apparently
0: it won awards
1: for its accessibility stuff
0: oh i'm sure it did like there's i i I don't know when i went i feel like i had the impression that there were hundreds of options you know yeah there's there's a lot so I, I screen recorded
1: my time in the accessibility menu. <laughs> oh, cool. And I'll just read a few things out. This is just what I've got on the screen right now. It's got alternative controls, magnification and visual aids, motion sickness, navigation and traversal, text-to-speech and audio cues, combat accessibility. And then within one of those menus, you, uh, in alternative controls, you can do um, you can change the bow controls. You can customize the regular controls, rope and ladder movement, guitar strumming input, melee while aiming, hold and presses, back like it just goes the list just goes oh
0: man and that's then you can so do things awesome like,
1: yeah and then you can do things like uh hud and colorblind mode hud color change just the color of stuff in the world yeah. you know what danger is
0: is it red or is it green oh it's great magnifiers speaking of ridiculous. speaking of colorblind stuff like you don't mm. need to be colorblind to miss uh sights of grace in the snow am i right like how <laughs> in god's name are you supposed to see that shit it's yep. just like Oh man. If, if that could be the standard where you had complete creative control over like what color things were like, I understand, you know, the creator is going to have some kind of vision or whatever, but like just creating that much accessibility for everyone is, is absolutely the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's just, and, and like,
1: it's not just a visual thing as well. Like they've got a whole section here on traversal. So like navigation assistance uh or traversal assistance or ledge guard stuff so you, you just can't fall off ledges if you turn this on or like if you don't want to perform a tricky jump you just turn this on for traversal assistance and it will do the jump for you oh, so all sorts of awesome. stuff where like you don't have to worry about timing yeah it's just incredible there's a skip puzzle option here if you don't want to do puzzles you turn that on like jesus christ man like oh, that's so cool yeah yeah and all, and all sorts of stuff in here for i'm just gushing right now about the all this stuff but there's like <laughs> they change the way the game functions at a fundamental level at a certain point so they say like enemies won't flank you or enemies don't approach you or they don't dodge or you know you are actually invisible while you're going prone so if you never yeah. if you don't want to be seen you, that's an option to you yeah so it's just like i had no idea that all this stuff was here when i played it i was like in the chat to my work friends i was like did they patch
0: this in I, apparently no apparently it's just like how they launched the game which is incredible yeah that's so great and and yeah. what one topic that i'd love to do on here difficulty in video games mm. that that game in particular had a great difficulty slider thing where yeah. it wasn't just you know easy medium hard it like broke down different things so there was mm. like ammo scarcity and you could you know that had a had a five increment slider there was enemy AI, so how smart they would be. And it was just really cool that you got to, you know, curate your own experience. You might be like, yeah. oh, I really love the idea of, uh, you know, searching for for things and I, I'd like things to be scarce. But when it comes to, like, shooting enemies, I'm really shit you know at fps so i I want that to be like really easy and it's just like oh man that's awesome like they put so much thought into how people could approach the game
1: yeah totally and there's like i played it with like aim assist on because i wanted to see what that looked like and like it Mm. auto reticles on the target and then you can use the right stick to like auto reticle down to the chest or to the feet And I was like, if I had have known this was a way you could play the game, I I might have played the game this way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because that's so cool. And it works. It's like you can still miss your shot if you don't sort of get the thing in the right spot. But or if you shoot at a certain time, you can still miss. But just Mm -hmm. like the fact that you can auto aim at different parts of the body and like they have UI built in for all of that stuff is so cool. Yeah, that's great. And then yeah, I, I love all that stuff, like the ammo scarcity. I didn't know you could toggle that on
0: and uh, up and down. That's sick. I kind of yeah. want to replay this game now. <laughs> yeah, oh, I think I think eventually I'd, I'd love to replay it as well. And I, I'd be interested too because within the game, like as you play it, you can earn these points um, which you can then apply to, like uh, like there's an inbuilt game shark. I don't know what you call it, but like a bunch mm. of cheat codes that you can spend yeah. the points on so you can turn on like unlimited ammo and you know all, all kinds of stuff like that and i just mm. i just love that um you know that's an option
1: yeah that's sick yeah every game needs a freaking big head mode man <laughs> there's big head mode bring it back yeah, agreed agreed bring back paintball bullets and all that dumb shit <laughs> oh
0: man that's uh god that's really hitting me in the nostalgia nerve <laughs> yeah Am I unlocking some memories for you right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the all oh golden nice 64 no odd job memories.
1: Yeah, like turning the gravity off in
0: Tony Hawk Two and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Moon boots? Is that what the chi was? Moon, moon, moon boots. Oh I think yeah, that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I I I loved all those games that had like quirky cheat codes. Like yeah. Starcraft had like black sheep wall. I can't even remember, oh. I can't remember what that does but like you know you could spawn um, you know, Age of Empires was the same. You could yes. spawn like a car with a laser. Yeah. And what ha- was that code?
1: Was that like this, like Lamborghini with a. Oh, what was that, the code, though? Oh, bro. Come on, man. It's been <laughs> decades since I played that game. <laughs> <laughs> Literal decades. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, God. Right <laughs> in. You know what? This is a great time. Remind us what that code was by emailing us. Oh, shit. At, uh, It's almost the weekend pod at gmail.com beautiful i do it right yeah okay. there's segway. no apostrophe either that's it's just straight ahead lowercase text
0: yeah hell yeah mm-hmm. and and let us know if you want a certain topic or you want to berate us on what we've said about previous topics i'm very open to that yeah we've like i said in the
1: last episode we've almost certainly said many things completely wrong got things <laughs> totally out of context
0: or... <laughs> that's yeah, just absolutely. how we do it's our style Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, so, Joe, what do you want to talk about this week? This week, I would like to talk about winning
1: <laughs> in video games.
0: All right. All right. So, I, I have some, like, follow-up questions here because okay. I, I want to know how specific we're being with the terminology. So, okay. when, when you say winning and, like, winning a video game, does that include finishing or beating a video game or is this just specifically winning a video game? because I'd argue that they're different. Right. I want to say both because I, I,
1: I really like, you know, like you can win a level of a video game, you know, like in um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, you beat the first level, you know, that's like uh, you win technically. You don't lose in that instance, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> but
1: you don't finish the video game when you beat the first level, right? Like you you just continue. You haven't won yet. So there's two, there's like multiple tiers of winning. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, right. And, and then there's finishing the video game, which I guess could be... Uh, like, in the case of The Last of Us 2, I don't really feel like I won anything by beating The Last of Us 2. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know? right. Like I kind of feel like I actually lost. <laughs> so- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lost a part of yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oilers. Uh, but yeah, it's... Um, yeah, there's... there's- there's different tiers and they kind of overlap a little bit, and I love that you brought it up. And there's also finishing a video game is something that I wanted to talk about on here because I've got on the list here a
0: pile of shame. Yeah, well, um, I'm I'm pretty keen to get into that because yeah. my my pile is quite small, but yeah. it's it's not so much a pile of shame as it is a pile of video games not worth playing. You oh, me? I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was going I was gonna go so far to say that. You really can only win in a video game where you have an opponent, like sports Ooh. games or, or okay. in, in multiplayer shooters. Like, I, I would argue that you don't win uh, most video games, um, <laughs> except for S- Zelda CDI, where very clearly Link says I won at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah. But mm-hmm. I... I feel like, you know, in fighting games, in racing games, like these are games where you win the race, you win the Grand Prix, and, and I, I guess you win the video game. But they're like, it's weird syntax to say mm. I, I won a video game. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I finished the game or I beat it. That makes more sense. Right. Uh, but to win, I feel like you need an opponent because if you won, then something or someone else had to lose. Yeah,
1: I think what you touched on there, I I mean, it's an interesting discussion. I think, I think you, I'm going to stand by it. I think that you, when you say something else has to lose, the game is the thing that loses in the case that you're not playing against another human or an AI, right? Like, okay, you can, with the um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles example, Mm -hmm. if you don't beat the first level, the game
0: beat you. And you lost oh okay yeah all right all right i, ca- I can see that perspective it's kind <laughs> of the the original arcade yeah style where you you know you get a you lose screen yeah 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 okay all right but yeah, all right. The, like I, I get your side as well right like if you're
1: playing a game that has like checkpoints or whatever and you die you don't really lose you just sort of like temporarily hinder your progress you know it's not like you've lost really
0: Yeah, and, like, most of the games I play are, you know, like, Persona, um, Ghost of Tsushima, Spider-Man, God of War. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't really feel like you win in any of these games. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a good point. But um, you know, we're we're kind of getting in, in the in the weeds around the specific definition of winning. But but for me it just it just brought like my history of playing sports games um to the forefront. And even though in a lot of those games you are um versing an opponent, it I, I've also played like way back when on the PS two like wakeboarding games or like skateboarding games where you're competing against like a time trial or like you're you're trying to get a certain amount of points and and still the terminology of winning there feels a bit strange oh right yeah right
1: um yeah i don't know Uh, well maybe it links a little bit back i don't i don't know if it actually needs to be like a, a defined thing maybe it does i don't know like, if you were writing, like, a book on, on what video games are and you were writing a chapter on winning versus losing or finish a game, finishing a game versus not finishing a game. You know, like, there's all sorts of different, like, layers to mm. – or, like, sports games versus games where you're not fighting an opponent or an AI – like you can't win or lose in Animal Crossing. You can't win or lose in The <laughs> Sims, can you? I don't know. When when your Sim dies and there's nothing left to do, is that when you lose The Sims? Yeah. Oh, bro. That that's that's like a
0: philosophical question. <laughs> <laughs> when you die in the game and you die in real life, have you lost? <laughs> this, this topic oh. is weird, man. I think we've I uh, accidentally put a weird one in this <laughs> week. <laughs> that's all right. I'm 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 keen on it. Um, yeah. Like, what, one of the prompts y- you've got here is is around when, like, where winning feels drastically different between games. And I think, like, I think there are some games where you absolutely feel like you are the victor and, you know, you have crushed your opponent and, and that game is Super Smash Bros. Like, mm-hmm. when, you know, when you're having bouts with someone, and you, like, beat them again and again, or it, it, you just have a spectacular match, even a one-off, and, yep. and you beat them and, like, you know, it it just it really does feel like a, a, you know, tennis championship moment where you've got, like, a fist in the air and you're like, yeah. I am the chosen one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, uh, like, s- sports games or even, like, you know, a, a CSGO lobby, where you you win as the terrorists or whatever, like it feels good, but I don't I don't think anything compares to that feeling in Smash Bros. Right?
1: Yeah. What, what does the screen say at, at the end of Smash Bros. when you won? Does it say Victor or does it say Winner? Oh, what does it say? Bro, <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't played Smash Bros. in years. I know. Yeah, yeah. me neither. What Because yeah. what, uh, I know at the start it's like Ready to fight or whatever. Oh, three, uh, it, two, one. No, what does just, it say? It,
0: it just says game. At the end. Game? Yeah. Oh, it says game. Okay. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> Yeah. And then the next screen says first and second. You know, it like just shows you who's first. Right. But it doesn't say like the winner is or anything like that. I don't think so. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. And and then there's like um Well, let's maybe we should go over like pile of shame stuff because I think that's like an interesting thing. Like, if you if you haven't, it's it's like an adjacent thing, you know. Like, if you haven't finished any of those games, for me, I feel as though I I may just never get to them, and for that, that's not winning. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never win those games. They're just there. Yeah. So yeah. tell me the ones that you played that or that you haven't played that you don't think are worth playing, or vice versa.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I I want to just um, introduce this list. I I'm not. I don't have malicious intent, you know. I'm not trying to start any <laughs> any wars or anything I like do. that. Um, but, you know, kicking things off with Ocarina of Time, um, I first played that game about 10 years ago now and uh, I stopped playing when I got to the Water Temple, which yeah. is probably, you know, some people's experience if they don't have the nostalgia tied to that game. And, um, I was in there for ages and, you know, I beat the water temple and then I just put it down because I was like, you know, for the most part, I kind of, I kind of get the atmosphere. Like this game has a lot going for it. The atmosphere is cool. The story is interesting. The music is great. Um, but I'm just not enjoying it. Like, I don't think it's good enough to keep playing. Yeah. Right. Which uh, water temple was it? Was it the Jabu Jabu? Oh, Valley God, it... there's more than one water temple? Jesus. That, <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was probably the the first water temple. So you, you were a young Link at the time? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've done any of the timey-wimey Wibbly Wobbly stuff. Okay,
1: yeah. Yeah, That's that one is, that is hard. Like, you get the boomerang and stuff in that one, and it's a bit annoying. Mm. Um, and there's, like, weird traversal, not traversal, uh, weird... Vertical stuff you've got to do in that, which kind of introduces you later on to some more vertical stuff that happens later on in the in the big water temple. But yeah, it's a, I get what you what you're saying. Yeah, um, it just
0: like the it, it introduced a lot of mechanics that happen in a three D space, and it just yeah. felt like that game wasn't quite ready for three D space.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Fair enough. Um, but yes, yeah, so I I stopped playing that. Um, Doom Eternal. I know. Yeah, that's on my list too. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah, so like I loved the first Doom. I just think they absolutely knocked it out of the park. And with the second Doom, they introduced all of this platforming. And for me, they just removed the conveyance from that game. I got stuck three times with no idea where to go. And I didn't look it up and maybe I should have just to end my suffering, but there was one point where like for like 30 minutes I was just passing the controller back and forth between me and Phoebe as we tried to work out like where to go next. And it's such a pity because the battle arenas in that game are incredible. The combat is so good, but because they stretched the arenas out and had like these big winding, I don't know. It was weird. It's like they weren't corridors, but it wasn't open world. It was just very confusing. And yeah. I, I've, I've never had a game made me feel as dumb <laughs> as Doom yes. Eternal. And, totally. And I thought I was alone until I saw a video by Zero Lenny, who, who does um, like Dark Souls content usually, Um, but he did a video on Doom Eternal and he got stuck exactly where I did and he got stuck for like 40 minutes and he's like, I had no idea what to do here. I'm like, oh, thank God. It's not just me. Like that, that game was so confusing to get around. Yeah. I mean,
1: I think in, in the, in Doom's case, it's like, it's forgivable if you, if it happens to you once, maybe twice, right? Mm. Like if you get to a section... And you're just like I don't know where to fucking go here, and you you end up like drop like walking around for a long time, and then you, maybe you look it up after 20 minutes or something. Mm-hmm. Either way, that is awful in a game like Doom because. Doom is all about that momentum, baby. You're like right. going fast and taking names and shooting dudes. And like, there's no time for walking around trying to find the glowy, the right glowy button to punch. Mm, yeah, um, exactly. exactly. The thing with that game is it just keeps doing it. And the it's, it totally grinds that pace to a fucking snail's pace halt. Like it's so bad. Mm, yeah. And like, and the other thing that, that game did, which I thought was neat, but maybe not the right, flavor again because of the pace thing is mm-hmm. all of the optional extra um mechanic stuff so you can like upgrade your guns and there's like modifiers and all
0: yeah of that of stuff. the overworld stuff in the spaceship i don't know yeah. i feel like that yeah. was just another momentum killer it yeah it went more for the rpg elements rather than just the hardcore fps momentum based stuff which made the first one so good yeah i I think it would have been nice if they had
1: some stuff in there for upgrading like maybe just like a single skill tree not like five skill trees or whatever (laughs) like just give me a little little taste i don't i don't need the the whole experience um yeah and then Um, yeah that's it's just hmm, sorry
0: oh i was gonna say i'm i'm glad um you've got that on your list as well because i think that was that was one of the games that you've lent me yes Um, over the years and uh yeah just just super strange design decisions for me i was just like man like yeah maybe if you're designing this and you know where to go it's it's great but like being a noob (laughs) like it was just not that enjoyable
1: yeah it definitely feels like i remember when we were talking about playtesting in one of the episodes it definitely feels like there was like a lack of playtesting or at Mm. least they didn't um maybe they had the playtesting and it just didn't have time to implement or didn't listen Mm. because yeah i think if you are a, a, a design lead or like a gameplay lead on doom eternal and you see people playing the game and you really dig in it and then they get to a section and they're made to feel dumb and the game slows down to the point where they're waiting for 30 minutes to solve a puzzle mm. like it's not that's not in the um in the uh, right aesthetic of the game you know like it's mm. not um it,
0: that's not what doom is to me at least yeah uh, yeah like you know this ain't portal 2 i want to i want to slay some demons <laughs> yeah yeah and it's maybe it's they
1: would they changed what they wanted the core game to feel like in that game but yeah i don't know doom doom for me is like such a uh it's almost like a comfort food thing you know like you know what you're gonna get when you boot it up like yeah, i'm gonna get yeah. to kill some fucking demons and <laughs> like it's gonna be gory and there's no story really yeah, yeah. um I just want to kill some demons real fast with Mick Gordon trading in the background. That's all I want. (laughs) And it feels so annoying that it just, uh, that it didn't, that it didn't really hit that. Yeah. Uh, Because it
0: feels like such a simple thing to hit because they've done it before. Just do it again. Yeah. Anyway. Do do you know if um, our sentiments are are shared with the general public? Because I feel like that game is beloved by the community. I don't
1: know. Uh, I'd have to look into it and see. Um, Mm, Yeah. Okay. Chat to some more people yeah all right well oh, that how about I do a couple Yeah yeah let's let's hear All right hell yeah all
0: right I got uh Resident Evil 4 Oh really well yeah. shit. I've I've heard that's a really good one and uh, I'm okay. really excited to play it but yeah why, why did you stop playing uh so I, I played Resident
1: Evil 4 right before um, the new Resident Evil came out. Uh, I can't remember what it was called Resident Evil. The one with the big mummy. <laughs> the, the big oh, vampire lady. Oh, lady oh yeah. Uh,
0: Resident Evil 8?
1: 8, yeah. I think it's just called 8. I thought yeah. it had a name, but I think it's just 8. Um, I was, I was, so I was like, oh, I want to get into the Resi vibes mm-hmm. before I play this new game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, surely this game's, you know, like eight hours long. I'm just going to be able to play it over a couple of evenings. And it'll be fine. No, yep. it, that game's massive, dude. Like, it's huge. really There's so much content. Yeah. No shit. And there's a certain point in that game... I don't think it's spoiling anything where you have a companion. Mm-hmm. Um, there's lots of footage and I think it's on the back. You carry your camera, ca- your um, companion around by the hand mm-hmm. and um, she's just like weak, has no health, and she always yells out, Ethan, or whatever, you know. Like, <laughs> that sounds so like eco. Annoying. Yeah, it's like <laughs> eco. It's just like... Again, you know, like, we're here to shoot zombies and, like, kick, kick zombies in the chest and, and die in, like, weird, gruesome ways. And there's, like, some cool, you know, um, Cthulhu-style horror t- at times, right? Where, oh, like things cool. don't really make sense and stuff like that. But, yeah, they just don't... They've kind of missed the mark a little bit by ha- adding this companion that's weak and that you have to babysit. It just becomes one long escort mission. Oh, man. Um, the ba- the and- Bane yeah the bane of game design escort missions (laughs) yeah and and i think maybe there's like maybe i'm sort of not giving enough credit maybe you leave the escort lady behind and there's times where you you don't have her anymore but the uh from what i could tell it was just like she's just yours now she's your responsibility (laughs) oh my god yeah uh it is a cool game i i remember really enjoying it it's just large and in, in, in charge and has an escort mission
0: yeah, well they're they're remaking it. I'll um, oh, sick. So I I wonder I wonder what they'll change because I was yeah. I was pretty keen to, to pick it up because you know it's always on sale on, on Switch or PS4 or whatever. Yeah, um, it is but, always on sale. <laughs> yeah, but if they if they remade it, that could be that could be a pretty good time to go and revisit. Yeah. Um and then my second
1: one wait, did I do two? I think I just did one, yeah. You just did one. We we shared okay. Doom Eternal. But go on. Uh, right. uh, um, The second one, I've got a whole list here. I'm just trying to pick something that I think we might be able to bounce off. Uh,
0: Hotline Miami. Oh, bro. Yeah, All i right. finished it. Okay. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yeah I've, yeah, I've actually finished it a couple of times. Oh, hell yeah. Um, I just, you know, sometimes I would just play it for the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I remember, like, it was one of the first games I played when I got, like, a really good speaker system. Oh, right. And, man, like god it's just great tight gameplay and man that soundtrack like can really can really pull you back into a game
1: yeah um, yeah but, i do, do want to stop i
0: it just got too hard
1: <laughs> right <laughs> I Couldn't yeah. it. yeah and that game has that thing where like when you die it just throws you straight back in and then you can die just as fast as yeah you know yeah. like it's so merciless yeah yeah um yeah. and yeah i think i just Got to a level and I was like, oh, I died too many times. I'm not really making any progress here, and I just shut it off and never went back. Yeah,
0: yeah. I remember the last few levels being pretty hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, got I another want- one, or do you oh, want to? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, I still, I still got some games to, to shit on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um another game you lent me, Final Fantasy 15. Oh. Um- Screw that game. Oh, my God. (laughs) So, I'm pretty sure you finished this one, right? Oh, I hate finished this game. I wish I didn't. (laughs) So, I've got a long history of hate finishing games, and it's it's not um, unusual for me to finish books, games, movies, even when I'm not enjoying them you know mm. I, I just like i've got commitment issues but the other way around where i just <laughs> over commit yeah. um but with this game man that that was not a problem like i wanted i don't know what i wanted i just wanted some like vulnerability between some boys and some positive masculinity and yeah. like i got a bit of that but there was just, I don't know, there was something missing in this game. It just kind of felt like there are a bunch of voids in yeah. the car travel parts oh in, in the combat. I mean, this I, I don't even remember the story. I'm sure it was like A-plus Final Fantasy cooked shit. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, like this game just felt pretty empty from memory. Yeah, it was super empty. <laughs> the, the thing that
1: bothered me about this game, right, is, like, they sell this whole, like, uh, camaraderie car travel around with your good leather boys, and um, you eat meals together, and uh, and then there's even, like, this section where they introduce, like, monster hunting, where they're like, okay, this is how a hunt works, you know, like, you get down in the shadows, you, like, creep along, the monster, you stalk it, you see where it's going to go next, and then you pop out at, like, the opportune moment. And I was like, sick! And then that never happens again in the entire game. you just just fight monsters normally regularly and like the whole car travel thing is like you it's basically just one really long loading screen which becomes skippable that if you're if you have the patience for you can sit and listen to the boys in the car occasionally have a a weak conversation with one another based on like things that might be going on but oftentimes they just repeat the same audio Oh, like God. Th- there's just like nothing there's nothing there for me in that game <laughs> so <laughs> it's dull as dishwater the combat is fine but like it just is such a repetitive rinse and repeat style you know number churn where mm. like you just do the same actions over and over again yeah um yeah it's, it's just completely um one of my least favorite games that i finished there's so many other games that are amazing that i just like have not gone back to but the fact that I've, I don't know what it is that made me want to finish this game, but I don't know. I must have been in some sort of fugue state. Of fear
0: <laughs> had to grip me. Yeah, look, like, it, it happens, you know. We we start doing <laughs> we something and, and we've got tunnel vision and we're just doing it and then it's over and we're like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, this yeah. is, this is not how to spend time. <laughs> yeah, truly. Truly. All right. What's your next one? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, moving right along. We we don't need to give that game any more airtime, even if it is negative. <laughs> uh, man, Ghost of Tsushima, and I've touched on this uh. a little. I've touched on this a little bit, but I don't think that's a great game. I don't even think it's a good game. I think mm. it's I think it's just above average, but mm. there are a lot of bad things in that game. Number one, the story. The story is atrocious. Like, I mean, I just feel like there are so many interesting story, like more interesting stories out there um, in that world they've created. Um, the main character, oh, my God, just the worst. One of the mm. worst, like, basic ass dudes. And the way that, like, you run around and everyone treats you as Lord, like it's just so uninteresting you know like i don't want to play some dude who's had it all and already has everyone's respect you know it's it's so weird like you grow your legend when everyone knows you everyone like in 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 a time where there's no there's no twitter you're running (laughs) around and complete strangers are like lord sakai what's going on and it's like dude you don't know me yeah. You, you live out here on the coast and you've lived <laughs> here for, like, 20 generations being fishermen. You don't know shit. Yeah. And... <laughs> you have a pig for a husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: like... How do you know me?
0: Yeah, and, oh, yeah. The, the dialogue is just atrocious. Like, yeah. the, the way they framed everything around honour, like, it was just so fatiguing, you know. You go to pick up a Mongol weapon and your uncle's like... You wouldn't dare. It's not honourable, and it's like, dude, yeah, it's yeah. wartime. Like, fuck yeah. honour. Like, <laughs> I, I know, I know. It's like a mainstay in Japanese culture, and it's like, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's has this staying power. And the the way of the samurai is absolutely transitioned to the way of the salaryman. And I, I get that, but it's just like when you uh, creating a game and like, they obviously wanted it to be fun. And, and, you know, for, for the most part, like the combat is fun at the very least, I'll give it that. But like, man, they just made so many boring choices and so many choices around the way they designed the story that were just uninteresting as hell. Like I was just, you know, I was just waiting for, for something to happen. And I, I played it for like 30, 35 hours and I was just like, this is just the same thing over and over again and the yep. characters are bland and, you know, the story doesn't feel like it was written past. It, it feels like they created an algorithm that churned through every story ever written and it spat out the most <laughs> average result of all right. those stories. Yeah, It, it was just, yeah, I, I, I could not get through it. Yeah, I, I don't remember
1: a lot of the story, to be honest. I remember there being, like, a tenuous relationship between this, you know, um, Lord Sakai and his dad, and I think his grandfather was involved, and then um, there was the falling off of the bridge moment, and you lost your dad at that point, like, he was taken from you. Yeah, that that was your uncle, but yeah. That's that was like, your uncle? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, there was a bit of know familial tensions going on and then mm-hmm. and then you like get him back and it's like oh you've become you know this like stealth stealthy boy and he's like okay it's not good you got to go back to being samurai
0: um, <laughs> yeah and, and like never really do that d- dude the stealth stuff as well like you know there, there's some moments where like some wife just saw her husband get maimed and burned hanging from a tree. And you, like, kill someone with stealth and she's, like, shocked. And you're yeah. like, dude, are you yeah. serious? It's wartime. Yeah. What about your <laughs> husband? And she's like, you snuck up behind that guy. Where's the <laughs> honour? And it's like, yeah. oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, the, uh... <laughs> I was ready to punch the screen at some point in that
1: game. <laughs> no. Yeah, they had, um, it, it also felt, so they had, like, Kurosawa mode. Do you remember how they did Oh, that? yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I, I quite enjoyed that. That was a great option. <laughs> so, I'm about to shit on Kurosawa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, but... I've got, like, two things I like about that game, and you're like, all right, let's uh, tear this apart. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, do you know the legendary Japanese director Kurosawa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, he, you know, famously, he he's really... Um, Good at putting together elements on the screen in a way that's still and relies on, you know, background, background mo- movement to like uh, add tension or fuel emotion, or just that he's just like a maison scene legend, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the shots and uh, action and story in this game, it was, you know, regular shot reverse shot style stuff. You mm-hmm. know, there was very, very rarely was there like Kurosawa style moments, right? Um, and it felt very much just like a uh, toddler wearing his dad's shoes and jacket. You know, it's like, look, dad, I'm I'm you, and it's it's you know, it felt like a really weak homage <laughs> and almost <laughs> offensive in a way. Like, <laughs> I don't yeah,
0: know. well, for for me, it was just like it was just sepia with some grain. Like, I think right. it was you know, the marketing department named it Kurosawa mode. Like, oh, I, yeah. I I don't think much thought was put into it aside from you know making it black and white and grainy
1: right but then but then call it like you know cinematic mode or something (laughs) why like tarnish the name of a legendary director by calling (laughs) it kurosawa mode like i just feel like you're like it's lipstick on a pig you know like
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah look i mean if we're dumping on ghost of tsushima i agree (laughs) I agree.
1: <laughs> okay. yeah okay that's a, that's enough dumping <laughs> uh, here is a game that i genuinely respect that i have that
0: is on my pile of shame. oh okay so this uh, you're actually feeling shame on this one yeah <laughs> all right uh ori and will of the wisps oh man i want to play that game it looks
1: great yeah. yeah apart from the fact that the other day we learned that um the the studio is a bad place to work um apparently there's Terrible
0: crunch and a bad studio director or something. Oh, um, I, honestly, that that seems like every studio except Supergiant. <laughs> it yeah. seems like every studio is just a shit place to work and has, you know, a, a core of abuse, oh, and rotten, misogyny, yeah. and yeah. nepotism.
1: Yeah, I've I've been very blessed and lucky and only um, had that happen twice in my career. So. And one, it wasn't even in games, so you know. Um, and yeah. actually, no, but both times it wasn't in games. It was advertising in film. All the game studios that I've worked at have been fine. One of them was pretty close to being bordering on a bit of that nepotism and sexism stuff, mm-hmm. but it never, um, it never like boiled to the surface in any real way. It all sort of simmered around. Compared to some of the experiences of my peers, it's definitely been it was you know it's it's a it's nothing compared to what they went through. So right uh, anyway um Ari and will of the wisps uh, i was really enjoying it it has like cool rpg elements it's like a you know, 2d side scroller with 3d animated uh, assets um beautiful game beautiful soundtrack cool mm. mechanics cool is cool overall and i just stopped playing and i don't know why
0: <laughs> yeah right yeah. Was, was is is this the the first one or the second one because there's two. The second one yeah, the second i never one, played right. the first one right okay yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I've I've seen a trailer and I've listened to the soundtrack and it just it just looks awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, oh, right. and speaking of
1: games of a similar ilk, I never finished um, Hollow Knight as well. I got really close, but oh my
0: god, look, I <laughs> what are we on episode five? Look, I've wanted I've wanted to to hold back on the Hollow Knight talk because I could seriously talk about Hollow Knight straight for ten hours. I oh think, wow, I I think it's like. The pinnacle of video gaming. I think it's the only game I've ever played that's a ten. Wow. It's okay. Ju- it's just it's just perfect. The combat is is polished to perfection. The, the characterizations are incredible. The world is just so interesting to explore. It it's it's the ultimate child. You know, when you have a child, you want them to have a better <laughs> life than you did. And mm-hmm. Castlevania and Super Metroid, like they needed to exist for this game to happen. Um, and this game is better than both of them. it It takes all of their best elements and improves on them. The music is incredible. At full price, it's seventeen Australian dollars. Mm. Like it's just it, it has no flaws. it's It's kid friendly. You know, mm. n- none of the none of the script has swear words or anything like that. And, oh, man, yeah, I could I could go on for hours. I think it's just the if, – if you're into that kind of thing because it, it yeah. definitely has um, some pretty difficult sections um, to see it through to the end and it doesn't really have any spoon feeding. Yeah, um, I think that's the thing that people come up against with that game. Yeah, yeah, like it's – it especially because – um, there's such a focus on exploration and marking your map when yeah. you find a place that you know progress can be made here, but you can't make it right now. Yeah. Like yeah. That's, that's key. Um, but like for me, when I played it, I was just like, all right, you know, I've got some coin here. I go to the shop. I can buy badges to um you know to put on my map and just like exploring the world and it it felt like the first time for me in a game where like i opened the map and like i was using it as a map you know i had all these markers i had different markers for different things like you know it it really did feel like i was you know tramping through the unknown um but yeah shit man that 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 game is is beautiful
1: yeah, I think when, when people, like, really praise on Elden Ring for having a map without
0: map markers and, and stuff, they forget Hollow Knight exists. Mm, yeah, and, um, and, you know, Hollow Knight definitely takes some inspiration from those FromSoft games. Mm. Um, like, it... You know, one thing in, in the FromSoft games that I would have loved to see return is in Bloodborne, when you die... Sometimes your blood echoes are on the ground, and sometimes a nearby enemy enemy has like munched them up, and their eyes are glowing, yeah. and you've got yeah. to kill them to to get the blood echoes back. And I thought that was so cool. Yeah, that's and cool. and Hollow Knight kind of treats it in a similar way, where when when you die, you basically leave your regrets in shadow form. Mm. And and to get your your coin back, you've got to go and, and beat your shadow form. And it's just, like, it's a really cool kind of way to treat that souls, like, you know, dying, going back, getting your souls or whatever, and then making slightly more progress.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it was very um elegant, that game, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, like, tiny Australian team, like, goddamn, goddamn, that... There's not, there's only pros to talk about Hollow Knight. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and then they've got Silk Song that's just been so shrouded in mystery and just you know probably going to drop on our laps randomly in the middle of the night or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know? well it was announced like three years ago. Yeah. Um, and I, I I'm honestly happy for that game never to come out. Like yeah. Hollow Knight <laughs> is just so perfect, and I'm just like. You know, it's like a, a band you follow where every release they get better and you like mm. the music even more and you're just like, man, how are they going to be able to top this? And, like, yeah. some bands, they just pull it out of their ass and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if they're going to be able to do it with Silk Song.
1: I th- I, I'm, I'm uh, optimistic. I think um, with every game that you make, there's always lessons that you learn, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's always, like, things that you come away from having having done something like that. And I think given the success and the, you know, the things that they have done really well inside of Hollow Knight, I think that the lessons that they have learned have put, will put them in a really good place to do something not even better, but, you know, in a, in a similar vein, but maybe um, evolves in a way that works really nicely for the follow-up. Um, but you never yeah. know it, it, they could just be like oh we hated the way you know you had to use the map here's like a map with all you know, who knows what they're gonna fucking do it could be anything
0: <laughs> yeah well that that's a good point it, it'll just be interesting to see how success impacts them mm-hmm. um because I, I i don't know the history of the individuals but like i know that studio is pretty new and and like yeah. i think Hollow night is their only game yeah um but you know, maybe they were made up of people with heaps of experience in the industry. Yeah, who
1: knows? And th- and then as well, it depends on what kind of success. You know, like I don't know how
0: um, well Holo- did Hollow Knight do really well? Uh on on its release, no. Like it yeah. it wasn't nominated for anything the year it came out. But when it came to Switch, it just exploded. And and I I think um you know in retrospect, it was given some awards for for something um but yeah it i think it did financially really well um eventually but it, it you know it was a bit of a sleeper hit like it didn't happen straight away yeah yeah there's three dudes in this team <laughs> <laughs> yeah see that that blows my mind because yeah. oh man like i i recommended it to um to phoebe's brother will yeah. and and like i would just check in and I was like, "Dude, how good's the music?" And he's like, "It's so good." I was like, what are you up to?" He's like, "Man, I'm like a hundred hours in. I'm just, wow. just having such a great time." And I was like, "Yeah, that's awesome." Yeah.
1: Um, the I'm trying to find who their publisher is and if they have
0: one, but I can't see it on their website.
2: Um, uh, they
0: they were originally a Kickstarter. I don't know if that right. means anything. Um, it does, but th- that doesn't necessarily mean they don't have a publisher now.
1: Right. Uh, but yeah, if you want to write in and tell me if you know who their publisher is, it, it might be Microsoft. They oh, yeah. fucking own everyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's it's really interesting because like when you think about a game that came out and didn't have you know mind-boggling success mm. uh, as an indie, and then their follow-up has been in develop- development for what five years now. Mm.
0: Yeah, well Something they like that. Well, I think they finished DLC for Hollow Knight in right. 2017 cuz right. like I think it came out in 2016 and then bro, they just shoved heaps of free shit in there and the the DLC is incredible. Like the right. the soundtrack stays amazing. And it, it adds these, like, boss fights. Like, oh, my God, that game. Anyway, I yeah. like, they, they finished up on Hollow Knight in 2017, I think. So, I don't know yeah. if they started straight away. But, you know, they're looking at five years. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the thing is, you know, even though it's a small studio, three guys,
1: they all are probably taking, you know, reasonable salaries. Like, what um, how long can you sustain salaries like that if you are just going off of sales? Probably not that long. Um,
0: I mean, so... it, it depends because I think... You know, I think Hollow Knight ended up selling millions of copies. Yeah. And if that, you know, if they don't have a publisher and that's between three guys, <laughs> I think... They might I, be all right. I think they might be all right for quite some time. Yeah. But, I, you yeah, know, don't quote me on that. I don't actually know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, well, that's um, that's a good one, and you should absolutely feel some shame there. Yeah. I,
1: I mean, hearing you talk about the DLC and everything makes me want to go back, but I've got, you know, Elden Ring to finish and... Yeah. There's a yeah. that uh, ninja game you told me about. The messenger apparently is incredible.
0: And, oh yeah, uh, I really like it. You know, I'm 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 not you know being like ten out of ten best game ever, but it's just yeah. it's just really great, and you can you can tell that, that there's a lot of love. Yeah.
1: Um, so, we're coming up towards time here. This episode went from winning to our pile of shame, which I'm happy with. I'm glad we're <laughs> going to pile of shame. I've got heaps more on my list here. I'm just going to list oh, them off. Bro, rap- any of them. Rapid fire. Catch your attention. All right.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, I've got Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've got Returnal. Oh, man. I can't wait to play that one. Oh, I'm so pumped for you to play Returnal. And I really want to go back and finish it. Uh, I've got Half Life Alex, which I'd never even started because I don't own a, a VR yet. Oh, right. Transistor.
0: Oh, man. That, that game's yeah. only like four hours long. Yeah. I never, I never finished. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I wonder if you can go back because like I loved it at the time and like I think I beat it three or four times. Yeah. Um, but that was when wow. it came out and, you know, Hades kind of, you know, like how you were saying, you, you learn a lot when a developer makes a video game. Like, mm. holy shit. It's, it's just like you can see the elements of... Transistor that they reworked in Hades and they've, yep. they've just made it so much better in Hades. Yeah, hell yeah. Song of Horror. Both of us never finish, but... Oh, never I minutes. forgot about that. Yeah, fuck that game. <laughs> Holy shit. So, like, we got to episode <laughs> five and the the first puzzle in episode five is mind-bogglingly stupid. The, yeah. There's just... It's so absurd. There's no way that, Yeah you could be expected to get that and when when we were up to that we we ended up looking it up and we just found all these clips of streamers you know playing the game and yeah. getting Not stuck doing, and having yeah. no idea what to do yeah was that the one with the faces and you had to like name who was in the picture or whatever yeah yeah there was a picture and faces for sure that's, that's yeah all I remember. god
1: And then the follow-up puzzle was, like, a pipe puzzle, which just looked completely out of control. Like, there was, like, 50 moving parts. And I was like, I don't think we want to do this
0: anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's such a shame that a lot of horror games feel they have to lean on puzzles so hard to create an experience. Yeah. Because I just, I don't think that's totally necessary. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then I've got Divinity Original Sin 2. Oh shit! Oh, dude, I, I forgot about that. I haven't finished that either, and yeah. loved it. Yeah, Lo- me too. love that game, but yeah, I, I haven't finished that either. Yeah, uh, this one's really
1: shameful. You haven't played it, but I've told you to finish to to play it, and it won a bunch of awards at the um, AGD. Uh, no, what are they called? The game, not the game awards. They won a bunch of awards recently. Okay.
0: Inscription. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean all all I know is that it's called Inscription and I can play it on computer and yep. it's on, it's on the list. <laughs> okay. But yeah, you whenever you recommend a game I get excited because you know yeah. your your track record is phenomenal. It it has won one like
1: uh best in show, it won like best sound. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, it won a, it won a bunch of awards, 3 or 4. Right. um and yeah I, I got up to a certain point in the game and i was like i don't want to continue this right now it just was it was different to how it was before and i didn't i didn't like the way that it had changed oh
0: okay interesting hellblade hellblade oh set, set set set, or set, set <laughs> yeah that one <laughs> yeah, yeah um i that's the one that was lauded for its facial animations right
1: yeah, small, it was like double A This is what they said it was, you know, like an indie-sized team, not a massive company, and they, mm-hmm. they did some really cool facial animation stuff.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, I don't know anything about that game, but I've heard it's good.
1: Yeah. Mm. Um.
0: said so Transistor before, uh, Hades. Oh, Which yeah. I mean, you know. that's that's an interesting one, right? Because in, in a way, it's a never-ending roguelike. Like, mm. I... I beat the story and, and got the final ending and then I got all the achievements and then I did a few more runs, you know, like how do you know it's yeah. over when you can keep playing? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Speaking of winning, you never win. That game. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. up which we were playing together very briefly, but never. never oh back bro, to. you fuck. You've got some memory. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that was really fun, but I yeah. I haven't tried to play that that solo without you. I reckon when when we're all back together and stuff, we should uh,
1: we should have another run at coffee. That, that was fun. Yeah,
0: agreed. Yeah, oh, another game where you can just tell so much love went into it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Very. Uh, they they had a Netflix series come out. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that.
1: Yeah, I, saw I haven't that. watched it, but it looks cool.
0: Yeah, good for them.
1: And then the last one I've got here is uh, Prey. The old one and the new one. I never finished it, but I was really enjoying the new Prey.
0: Oh, yeah. I remember you telling me about um, some DLC they added called, like, Moonshot or Moon... Yeah, Moon Crash. I Moon think. Crash. Yeah, and something you said like it that. was, like, a roguelike or something? Yeah, it was, yeah.
1: I I was playing the main game so that I could get, uh, you know, to understand, just begin to play the roguelike element and never finish the main game. Right. So... One of these days, uh, probably never,
0: <laughs> I will go back. Yeah, well, I, I'd i definitely like to visit it. It looked really interesting. Like, it kind of looked like Bioshock in space. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and that's it. That's all I've got on my list. I'm sure there's more, but that was just this morning before we started the pod. I ran around the house and looked at my Steam library and you know, jotted down some notes. Oh, yeah. I
0: mean, that's a... That's a great list. I think I think you've got some some spectacular titles in there to go back to. Yeah, I um, I didn't <laughs> Yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't feel like when I put my list together that you know, I really wanted to revisit any of them. But you saying Divinity, I was like, "Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. man. When when you've got that like deep RPG itch and turn-based yeah. combat itch that needs to be scratched, like that is the game." yeah totally Um, i think i think that game is really difficult to go back to after a break though oh yeah yeah, i'd have no idea what was going on in the story (laughs) at all yeah i mean i'd i'd have no idea like where i was or how to even play anymore to be honest yeah but um yeah yeah, that that that's a great great game
1: um and then to wind us up i'm going to introduce a new segment Oh, hell yeah. I I love segments.
0: Hit, hit me. Hit me with your segment.
1: I'm going to call it uh, Joe's Good News. Oh. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. It's just a little bit of video game news from the week that is good. Good. Oh, mostly. I like it. I like it. Um, I, I don't want to, like, have stuff. I, I really like how we don't talk about, like, current events in, in this podcast. Like, we're not talking about any of the world events, but I, I wanted to, like, have a little date stamps in the episodes and i think weekly news is a way oh, to cool. help that a little
0: bit yeah cool all So, right what i'll did, leave what links in there?
1: the oh yeah here's what i've got I'll, I'll leave some links in the potty description for you to, all to go check out this stuff if you want to um so the first point that i've got here is bloodborne cart have you seen anything about this yet? <laughs> Come on, is that an April Fools' thing? No, but... no. Uh, I'll yeah. paste a link in the Discord for you what? to check out. Yeah. All you need to do is click the play button, and I want to get your uh, your live feelings.
0: <laughs> what the f- fuck are you insane? Bloodborne cart, like a licensed. After last week when we were talking about cart races, you're saying <laughs> they've announced Bloodborne <laughs> cart. Uh have you got the message? Check in uh, your Discord. Oh, are you kidding me right now? What the hell? Alright, alright. Uh current when doing this live. Okay. Twitter. Bloodborne cart. Let's have a look. What? The oh, whirly well. gig wheels? What the fuck? <laughs> Bro. Is this like NES?
1: Yeah, okay, so this person, um, this bolster, I believe it is, Um <laughs> it's the person who is responsible for creating this uh, PS1, uh, they call it the PSX, um, re-release of Bloodborne. They did a really popular, um, not, not a mod, I guess you would call it, it's more of just like a re-release of the first part of Bloodborne, but in the style of
0: the PlayStation 1. Right. So, so, oh, so this is fan-made stuff. Yes, fan-made. Yes. Right. Okay. Dude, I was like you thought you were imagining board meetings with Miyazaki <laughs> and him being like, "Look, we we definitely need Bloodborne cart and we need it de-made as fuck." <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to derez it. There's going to be 12, <laughs> 12 pixel by 12 pixel
1: uh textures. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, so he this, this person, I think it's a small team, I'm not sure exactly, I should go and look it up before I put it in, but um, yeah, the the person who released this saw great success on Twitch, so at, at, at a certain point when he released this PSX remake of Bloodborne, um, I, I think it takes you up to the bridge fight, that was the first boss, um, Oh yeah, and then the, the demo ends, but it's like a really faithful remake of the game, um, and it's a little bit easier than the original Bloodborne as well, But and, and yeah, it's all in this, like, you know, low super low ps1 style graphics that's so cool and it was dope Uh, i watched my friend play it it was really cool um sick and yeah so they they just released this or they're about to release they've been tweeting about this um bloodborne cart
0: (laughs) which looks uh extremely cool wow how did how did they do that without copying a cease and desist
1: i don't know i don't
0: know that's wild very cool all the same Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: And then the next thing in the news is the Halo TV series streaming on Paramount. Have you seen anything about this?
0: Um, Yeah, it popped up on um, my, like, Prime thing. Oh. And I was like, what the hell? Halo TV series? Like, is it live action? It is,
1: yeah. Wow. And in the first episode, Master Chief takes his helmet off. <laughs> 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 oh man! I really hope it's a girl. No, I, I haven't seen it, but I think it is a man. <laughs> Master Chief is a
0: man. Oh, that that would that would just make me so happy. You know, a bit of a yeah. tip of the cap to to Samus as yeah. well. Like, oh man, that would be wild. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah, apparently it's not great. There's there's some good visuals um, and, and and stuff in, in the first episode, like, it's like a fight scene. Um, but the the i, I the, he, the like this is an interesting thing maybe we should do a future topic on is um video
0: game video games that have film or tv adaptations oh yeah that's that's going to be messy cuz yeah. they're never good but yeah i'd no. be i'd be happy to dump on some more shit <laughs> yeah, yeah for sure
1: yeah and this is uh this is an example of a, a property that hasn't got the most adaptable in my opinion um,
0: lore or story you know I like mean, in books for halo which apparently are all right yeah i've I've heard that but isn't halo just kind, in, kind of having this prolonged fall from grace like <laughs> when when has there been a halo game that was just kick ass like it's right. been a long time like halo 3 was kind of the last one to, to do anything real yeah like we we played Halo 4 together when it came out. Yeah and like it was fine. yeah um, but but man, just Halo one and three like they're still the best halos. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think people really like Halo 2 as well. Like those first three are kind of kind of really highly uh, respected.
0: Mm, yep yeah. Um, they're
1: just so much fun. Yeah, the, the co-op thing with them is just such such a good time.
0: Yeah, well, didn't didn't they remove the co-op in the last few games? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, that's that's the only thing I know about the most recent Halo games.
1: Is when that when they... we
0: played, was it Halo Five? I don't remember which one it was, nah. but we played.
1: Was it four? Yeah, it was four. And um, they had those aliens that could like disappear and reappear
0: and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, uh, Halo Five was like the first Halo to come out with no co-op and right i think another one or two games have come out since then there was oh. a recent halo that came out that was like kind of open world or had like an
1: overworld yeah I, and they introduced the
0: grappling hook i think
1: yeah they did introduce halo infinite is the most recent one
0: yeah and that doesn't have co-op either yeah.
1: <sighs> that's so weird yeah and then I, they had um all that oh there's heaps of halos here but the main ones uh Halo Wars, no, we're not looking at that. Uh Halo Five Guardians?
2: Uh was that uh, what that... we played?
0: Nah, no, nah no, nah no, nah. No. We played Halo oh, God, It was so it many. was it was just called Halo Four. I don't think it had a special name.
1: Oh yeah, Halo Four, right. And this one had cat co op or not?
0: Cat cat corp? What's that? Oh it it had co op? Oh co op. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um yeah, yeah, four did absolutely um, like on the screen you could like split screen co-op yeah yeah okay. yeah i i have a very vivid memory of us drinking corkscrews at my <laughs> reservoir place yeah i i was trying to remember i remember the corkscrews
1: um but i don't remember if i brought like my xbox and like set up a little screen next to your screen or not i was nah. trying to remember that, that no nah, it of was it. it was split split okay. baby yeah anyway final part of news this is the last one is uh the ps plus is getting an update i don't know if you've read about this or seen
0: oh i I mean i got an email but yeah it seemed i i couldn't really understand the specifics like we're getting a lot more games but are we or do we still have to pay more (laughs) like it was confusing (laughs) super confusing no one knows what's going on they've really
1: done this is like a real xbox one xbox one x style announcement (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, like new Super Ni- New Super Nintendo Bros. Whatever it is, Super Mario Bros.
0: New or whatever it is. You yeah. Know, they always yeah. do that shit. Oh you know? my um. god, dude! That that like time period of the Wii U where they just <laughs> the marketing department it was, was so obviously grim. hitting the pipe a bit too often, and yeah, they were all over <laughs> the place. Something. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, they, that was so cooked. Um, the so yeah, the post I've got I've got it written down here. I'm gonna try and make sense of it in the call. So PS Plus is available in four tiers now. There's oh, PS Jesus. Plus Essential, okay. fundamentally unchanged from the current service. This is what we already pay. There's the eighty-three dollars a year one.
2: Okay.
1: Um, uh, unchanged it says fundamentally unchanged. Then there's PS Plus Extra, which is one hundred and thirty-nine dollars a year Jesus. and adds a li- yeah and it adds a library of PlayStation Four and Five games. Ooh. So you get you get you know it's sort of like their answer to the uh, Microsoft. Uh, what's it called? Game Pass, the game Pass. Game Pass, thank you. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. Which I've, have you ever messed with? Um, I, yeah, I looked at that last year and it's like 10 bucks a month. Yeah. And there were some games on there. Like, it had both the Ori's, both yeah. like the Dead Space games. You know, there was a lot of shit on there. I was like, oh, yeah, like, this this yeah. seems all right. I guess, yeah. you know, if if you're playing, like, a game a month, then that's that's totally worth it.
1: Totally. Yeah, I think a lot of people, it's been a real money spinner for Microsoft, and um, the list continues to grow of games that are on Games Pass, and a lot Mm. of the time, um, like, entire series will go. So, like, the Yakuza series went to Games Pass last year, so you could just, like, (laughs) play all of the Yakuza games, except for, like, A Dragon, which I think is now on there.
0: Can can you imagine that, though? That's, like, probably 500 hours of Yakuza. (laughs) Like, there's a lot of games. Yeah, So I think
1: that's like the, the, it's like a gift and a, a curse, you know, like <laughs> yeah. on one hand it's one, it's $10. And so you don't really feel like you need to get value out of it. Mm. Um, and also you don't feel like you need to get value out of it. So maybe you don't play that play or use it that often. And it just racks up, you know, $120 a year or whatever it ends up being.
0: Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's how they get you. Yeah. That's why like every new app has a subscription model instead of an outright model. Because they yeah banking on you forgetting about it
1: yes yes
0: totally um stuff yeah and, and so
1: yeah there's that and then there's another uh, PS Plus Extra and then there's PS Plus Premium baby um so Essentials uh, Extra Premium what do we what uh, do we get for Premium Premium is $167 a
0: year fucking hell
1: and adds games from previous PlayStation generations plus plus game demos <laughs>
0: oh so you for, get access for like to... future games coming yeah up. yeah right,
1: so they're doing i believe what they're gonna do because they're gonna do playstation 2 and 3 from what i've heard rumored is they're oh. gonna have a similar to like a stadia setup where you don't actually emulate the games on your system because they're relying on people using playstation 4s and 5s and um, playstation 4s don't have a way to natively play playstation 2 games nor do 5 mm. and so it'll be a streamed in style service Interesting. So probably not useful for us
0: Australians. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I I wonder if they're finally going to give people the opportunity to play the Metal Gear series on newer console generations. I dare say that's probably what's going to happen, yeah. Because that's like the only reason I still own a PS3 is, is for the Metal Gear collection. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the news for the week. I love that's it. What's happening? I love that segment. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd be keen to even have that segment earlier. You know, start off with some good news before I shit all over people's favorite video games. Like
1: uh, that. Yeah, I was tempted. I was tempted, but you asked what the topic was, and I was like, I gotta say the topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. So that's, uh, that's that's the that's what's going on, man. It's uh, another one in the bank, I reckon.
0: Another one in the bank. Love this. Love you. Love we'll you tomorrow. <laughs> we'll see you next time. It's almost the weekend. Okay, bye. Bye.